The tour is back in Phoenix, but there's a very small crowd, only 5,000 allowed each day. Let's talk about the Waste Management Phoenix Open right now. Let's do this. What's up, friend? Welcome to DFS Tavern. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Tonight, we are talking about the Waste Management Phoenix Open, where we have a smaller field event at a course that usually thrives on the crowds, which will just not be there like usual. They're dealing with 5,000 crowd each day. That's about it. So hole number 16 might be a whole different ballgame than what it usually is. But of course, we're going to be going over where we can get all the free information, how you can join us in our Discord chat, and... Of course, we'll be talking about the field, kind of skip by the weather because there's not a lot going on and go over the course with five guys that I like this week. Let's jump to the homepage and let you know where you can see our info. Here we are on the homepage here. Links are all down below. You're going to go to the upper left, click on the tab, go to the PGA page. You'll find the Waste Management Phoenix Open info loaded up and the stat model will fall on the bottom. Here's our DraftKings contest link. It is already filled up this week, but you can click on there and you'll get first notified every week that we put up a contest. Last week's winner was Hail Yeah 66 Congrats to them on winning the slightly larger tavern contest so great job once i get done with the model and start posting up it will be right here on the page for you jumping to the weather you'll see here it's like mid 70s low 70s hardly under wind uh, i did play this on pga tour 21 2k whatever it's called uh, i played at six to eight mile per hour winds and it was fairly easy so i think there's gonna be a lot of those scores in general here in the past uh if your golfer is not minus one or better after friday you're in a little bit of trouble because they probably won't make the cut let's jump to the course and see what it looks like this week right here on the model you're going to go to the course layout and you will see here that this is definitely not Torrey Pine South but it's TPC Scottsdale par 71 7200 yards I have highlighted out seven different par fours from 440 yards to 490 so seven par fours are in that range and you'll notice the last six holes at this course really do give your golfers a chance to get those birdies towards the end of the tournament or each day as long as they go off on the front nine so you have two par fives and only one par three in that last six holes from 13 to 18 kind of crazy but we could see some slight changes to the leaderboard when we come down on sunday because some people will be ahead by a stroke or two and really have to sweat it out as those players come and get to those holes and have chances at birdie in like four or five of them which is nuts so let's jump to the field and we'll start from the top at the 11-2 for John Rum. So going over one golfer in each range is a little bit tough, but I always talk about my number one golfer. So that starts with John Rom at 11-2. You can see that obviously we know he's coming off of a T7 last week. He came off a T7 at Century Tournament Champions. He came off a T7 at the Masters. And then it was a second place at the Zozo. So his tournaments are spread out usually. He plays this tournament every year uh, it's where he went to college no worse than uh, t16 the last four years out so you're looking at a golfer that's going to get a top 10 boom john rom can be your guy does he have win ability here i think he does he screwed up a hole the 18th hole last week at the farmer's insurance uh, if he doesn't do that he gets like a t2 so he could be riding that into this tournament as well uh, he will definitely be up this but he's no worse than 
37th in any key stat, but really no worse than 10th in the other key stats with Stoke differential versus field average here. Better your birdie percentage, he's 9th. T to green, he's 3rd in the field. In total driving, he's 2nd. So other than member cocktail mix, he is top 9 in everything. What else do you need to know about John Rahm? I mean... Again, you're going to have to see if he has the upside to win. He's the lowest odds at 6.5-ish to 1. You have another golfer that hasn't played here in the last like 5-6 years, and it's Rory. So a lot of options up here. I think they're all going to garner a little bit of ownership. And really, if one of them wins, you're going to have to obviously be on him because they're so high-priced above everybody else. You could be in trouble if you don't have the eventual winner there. In the 9K range, we are dealing with seven golfers this week. I think this is a great time to go to someone with some fairly questionable course history and coming off of a missed cut. I did talk about him last week, unfortunately, on the pod, and he missed the cut. And that's Harris English, 11th in my model at 9,347 on Yahoo. He did get 16th here last year. The three previous years, missed cut, missed cut on the number, and a 57th in 2017. The missed cut last week at the Farmers will take some of that ownership off of him and I think everybody's going to go down to 9K flat to like Will Zalatoris. I think that's what happens. I think everybody goes up top somewhere, then goes down to Will at 9 flat. So if you want to get away from that, Harris English is kind of a guy you can go to. He was coming in hot. He won the Century Tournament Champions, 5th at the Mycoba, 6th at the RSM, 32nd at Sony. He's typically a great golfer. Uh, and at 93, he can give you the possible points that you need to uh, get there. 4th in the field and bury your better percentage. 27.6% of the time. Like, are you are you nuts? So if people were to fall off of Harris English because he missed a cut, thank you very much. I will gladly take a stab at him this week. AK range, we are dealing with 10 golfers. I think I'm going to go to a guy and talk about one that seems to have turned his game around since he was kind of sick, out of shape, and whatnot. And he is a past winner here. And a lot of his fond memories come from this tournament. And that was on hole 16 when he had Amy playing with him on Wednesday, I believe it was, before the tournament. And she gets that birdie or whatever as Gary's walking with her. So Gary Woodland, 8,300, seems a little low. He's not going to pop in any key stats because he's been having a horrible season. But he's come off a 16th at the Amex and a 48th at the Farmers. And we know his record here is pretty darn good. I think coming back to a course where he has fond memories of is probably the right time to get on him. Like you're not going to be too late. I'm hoping because uh, there are some other players here that people could go towards. There's some safer plays by far uh, that I like at slightly lower prices. 83 Gary. Now that he's starting to play okay, uh, seems like one I'd like to go to. I'm not going to talk about any of his key stats because he's not ranking out well in any of them. Because when we go over the season. It's a 72nd at the CJ Cup and then a withdrawal at the Zozo. 80th at the Masters, which was, uh, I believe, a miscut there, too. I forget what I did with the Masters on that one. Miscut at the Mayakoba, and then he took a couple weeks off, wanted to get right. Fires 16th place at Amex and 48th at Farmers, which, honestly, the Farmers might not be, like, his real cup of tea. But uh, when we look at what he was doing last year, he missed a cut at the Farmers, and there's his 45th or 40th at the Waste Management. Do I like going to Gary here? It's a bit questionable. Again, I think he wants to go to a place where he has a good memory of a course, a tournament, and uh, good vibes with Gary are always a good thing. So 
I'll go with Gary Woodland, 8,300. 7K range, we are dealing with 32 golfers. This range usually always pops off for me, and I always write down a ton of names. And I had people that are like, hey, do I want to take this guy who's going to be super chalky? No, thanks. I have some guys that are in a great bounce back spot. But I wanted to go to someone that has an incredible birdie or better situation here on this range, and that is Sepp Straka at 7,100. He's 14th in the field in birdie or better percentage. So he's a very underpriced gentleman at 71, 21 on Yahoo, ranking 23rd in my model that missed the cut last year. Okay, what was the reason he missed the cut last year? I don't know. Let's see what was going on with his kind of tournament life at that time. He is not a big fan of the West Coast swing. He missed a cut badly at the Farmers, then missed a cut at the Waste Management. Might have been hurt trying to stick it out just to make money. And missed a cut at the Genesis. Prior to that, fourth at the AMX, 53rd at Sony. So something was going on uh, with Sep, I believe, last year. When we look at this year, um, it was weird. He missed the cut at the Amex and everybody was on him. They moved off. And so it was the time to go back to Straka last week for, you know, T32. I really wonder uh, how high up we can get him or how low on ownership we can get him. He's going to rank out in a lot of models uh, just because of his price. S anyone seems way too low. He should probably be more like 73, 74. I know that's only like two, $300 savings, but that does make a difference when we come to this area. Again, it's all coming down to birdie or better percentage for me in this range. I just couldn't find it on a lot of players at these prices. Obviously, we have great players here like John Huh is going to be a fine play down there. There's going to be an even chalkier player, I think, in this range. And I don't know if I ever want to go to this chalkier player in this range. I'll just say it. that's Benny on. What do you want to do with Benny on? Let me know in the comments down below. What do you want to do with him? Because he's going to be super chalk. And I just don't know if I can get there. Super chalk, Benny on. Never seems to work out. All right. 6K range, we're dealing with a whopping 75 golfers. Uh, when we're dealing with that many golfers, we really just have to look for someone that can make the cut and surprise some players. So here's what happened with James Ha. Huh? He's still blanking out pretty well for me at 6,800, uh, 20th in my model, and min price on Yahoo. His course history here, Miska 11th, 67th, 25th. He was rolling in hot into last week's tournament at the Farmers Insurance, and then he missed the cut. So people started to jump on James Hahn last week, and he missed the cut for him. So again, this is a bounce-back spot for him, I believe, coming to a course where he should do fine at fourth in total driving uh, here. His tee to green game, not the best. Uh, Keegan Bradley at this range is much better than that, but Keegan Bradley's been playing like crap. So 54th here. Birdie better percentage, 25th. Uh, I do like that. James Hawk can do a little bit of damage here at 6,800 for a player that, again, going to a bounce back spot that might be pretty advantageous for you. Uh, again, if you go with a chalky player in the 6K range, it's not going to kill you because it'll never be above like 8.5%, 9%. So you should be all right because there's some other plays there that I love as well. But yes, uh, James Hahn, 6,800, bounce back. Let's go, baby. So there you have it, five golfers that I like this week for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. As always, make sure you jump on our free stat model on our website. Join us in our Discord chat, which is free right now. Limited space available where we like to talk about golf, NASCAR season coming up, baseball coming up, basketball, there's people talking about it. We'd love to have you in there. Reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Tavern. We're glad to answer your questions there as well. We have our Yahoo Valley plays coming up on Tuesday. Our Jock Market Value plays on Wednesday afternoon. As always, be kind, 
Love you all. Let's do this. <laughs>